This is As Relate Podcast. It's your boy Titus, and we got Sianka in the building. How are you, ma'am? I'm good. How are you? Welcome. Welcome. I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. How are we feeling out here? I'm feeling lit. Took two shots before I got here. So. Oh, yeah? We eased the nerves, <laughs> eased the nerves a little bit? <laughs> no, not even that. It's just Friday. It's Friday. And I'm T- off She's work, like TGIF, so. baby. <laughs> That's what's up. I feel you. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Celebration of a week. You know, came through. That might have helped get some of that sick out, too. Take that. For sure. For sure. <laughs> For sure. You know, uh, a shot of that. You know, I was just looking up stuff because I had a toothache. And um, I don't drink no more. But they like somebody was like, yo, you should take, um, like, they wanted me to do, like, bourbon or something like that. Like, mm. just almost like um, the remedy for, like, a child that's teething. You know, wow. they used to tell you that, like, um, you, when they're teething, just to put it around their gums a little bit. And uh, that's crazy. You ain't never hear about that. No, like, yeah, that's some some old remedy type stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably illegal now. Yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely illegal out here. Don't be, don't be burbering up your kids out here, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's for sure. But I mean, we got through a week. You know, uh, you you were a little sick. I was a little sick. We got through it, and now we're here, man. It's good to formally meet you. You know, this is um uh not just an interview that I've wanted. This is an interview that a lot of people have recommended that I do. And, you know, I'm, I'm not one to press anything. You know, I'm mm-hmm. all about timing. And so I figured in due time it would be, um, it would it would happen in due time. And so welcome first and foremost. And um, thank you for coming. You thank know? you. Yeah. I want to just start off with just, you know, because this is a show where I like to call it like a time capsule in a sense when it comes to not just, you know, the community of like, where I'm from, Charlotte, but like North Carolina in general, we've had a lot of people come around from, you know, the Carolinas, from South Carolina, Raleigh, Durham, and, um, you know, of course, Charlotte. But the main reason I call it a time capsule, because I want it to be something where people can look back and get a glimpse of the person, whether it be a artist like yourself, a lawyer, um, mm-hmm. you know, like, a, um, you know, a chef. And really get to know the person past that passion that they're passionate about and what got them into it. Um, with you, um, I want to say it was music in the sense of, I know it was always heavily present, but what when did you get into, I want to say, the aspect of like vocals? Because from my understanding, it started off with you with drums, am I correct? At, yes. a, at an earlier age? Mm-hmm. Okay. So when when did you discover that like, you know, I actually can do these melodies and really you know get to harmonizing with my voice same age same age yeah okay. it started young and my grandmother noticed and she was like okay i'm gonna put you in the youth choir okay so she put me in the youth choir started taking me to rehearsals on to every tuesday we have youth choir rehearsal mm. um and then i started leading songs like front mm. man and you know, taking the songs home, I was singing Clark sister songs like Hezekiah cool. Walker, like coming off of Goliaths out here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> real Baptist church I mm-hmm. grew up from. So, um, yeah, it started at a young, a young age for sure. Okay, okay, that's what's up. I didn't, I didn't know that on the aspect of the vocals. I figured, um, I wondered, I should say, um, they may have came later on because I was like, well, that's dope because very rare, especially with somebody like yourself, who I, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, is top tier in your presentation when it comes to your vocal. Um, you, I feel like you're someone that really studies not just singing, but I could see you somewhere behind the scenes, making sure that everything is going right behind yeah. the scenes when it comes to how you sound and right. and really mastering that art of 
using your voice your voice as an instrument. Absolutely. And so, like, um, with that, that takes time, and that takes a lot of time and dedication. Like I was telling someone with um, Young Thug, like, I was like, you know, the, the level that he gets to, I think people take it for granted, like, how he does certain things with his voice, but that's an instrument, and that's mm-hmm. an art that it took him years to get to that level right, of trying right, to do. Right. And so I would I would ask, and that bring it into Thug, like, because you, you have such a – it's like a warm cup of coffee type of flow, man. Like you, <laughs> you smooth with it. Where it's just like, how how were how you originally compared to like how you are now? Like, was it always like this is the type of style I want to get into? Like, what what how were you sounding in the beginning stages? Well, I didn't become an artist until probably like 2016, 17. So, um, I don't know. I think it really had to do with a lot of trials and tribulations and trying to find out my identity i had a lot of identity crisis mm. growing up from growing in the church and being very strict where we couldn't wear pants to church like that was mm. off limits to wanting to be rebellious so i battled with restriction and rebellion mm. um it was like a tug of war living mm. two lives almost like at one point so <clears throat> and then going through college is really what expanded me artistically creatively you know just exposed me to a lot because i'm meeting people from all over i'm meeting people from now i'm coming from a small country town so i mean people from dc new york mm-hmm. philly la mm-hmm. florida tampa all that area and i'm like whoa and it's in and, and experiencing people whether it's their fashion their accent um and like being mind blown like like a kid in a candy store, you know, yeah. I graduated with 70 other kids from high school. So mm. I haven't, I wasn't exposed to a lot, but I think college and then, you know, after college, just trying to figure my way out. Um, and like, it, it really just came organically as far as my sound, because I never really planned on being an artist. Like mm. it wasn't something like, I wrote down, like, I want to be an artist one day. I've never said that shit out of my mouth. Really? Yeah. So it just happened because, I don't know, like, one day I just had, I went through some shit, some depressive ass shit, and then I hooked up with my homie LaFell, and we started cooking up in his apartment. Um, I I, I produced this song called Badu, and then I, he was like, you know, you want to lay it down? I was like, yeah, I'll record it. Mm-hmm. And then after that, he was like, okay, what you want to do next? And I'm like, I mm-hmm. don't know. I don't, I ain't thought about being no artist. I just want to explore, like, just have fun, just kind of figure out what this is. But, um, but I think, like, once we put out Badu and then we put out New Phone, like on the SoundCloud, mm-hmm. it started booming. <laughs> That's two great back to backs. Yeah, like, <laughs> it started booming and I put out Recipe. And it mm. was produced by Ch- Tiffany Goucher. That's my favorite song on that project. Thank you. And if you don't know about Tiffany Goucher, she works along with Sir. She's produced for Layla Hathaway. Mm. I found her on, on just DMing her on SoundCloud. Mm. And this is when like SoundCloud was like, had like it was still kind of booming, like yeah. really heavily. Still a community as well. Yeah, like. yeah. It's still there, but it's not as like prevalent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, after that, it was like, okay, now I see what my sound is. And I think up subconsciously it was just coming out because you can hear the church 
the soulfulness and the baptist from where I grew up, the roots of where I've been come from in my music. You hear the jazz, you hear the mm. the trumpet, you hear the claps, the tambourine, mm. which is a signature of like church. So, mm-hmm. um, just from that and just the response from the people, like that's really where it's been, you know. So, wow, that's what's up, and it makes it makes sense in a sense because it's just like. Um, I feel like for myself, and and I was just telling my nephew this because he's like, he's at an age right now. They're around the same age. Like he's a little bit younger than her. He's like he just just turned nineteen, mm-hmm. and so he, you know, when you're at that age, because he does music as well, he's very wide eyed, okay. and so like, um, in that sense, in the society that he's in right now with social media, if you look to the left, you look to the right. You know, you see this person's on, that person's on. And he's just like, man, like, I just got to get on. I got to get a deal. I got to mm. do this. You know, like, all, all like, the, the you have the chart of an artist of, mm. like, I need to get this done like this yeah. at this certain time frame. It's almost like somebody where it's like, I got to get this job. got to get married. Then I got to have kids. And, like, mm. I was like, that may not be your blueprint, though. I was yeah. like, you know, like, I was like, George Clooney didn't get ER till he was 30. You know what I'm saying? Right. And not to say, like, your time frame is, like, going to be 30. But you make LeBron James that thing. You may be prepared to be a child prodigy, 17, but I think it all comes in timing. And I was like, just use this time to really don't stress yourself about things like that. Right. Just focus on being a creative because I feel like the biggest thing at that age, you want to be creative. You want to be yourself because then when you start thinking about that, you have art and, and business contradict each other. Right. And so I say that coming back to you, I feel like full circle moment. That, like, you're telling me how, like, you you were, like, the production, like, part of, like, doing Badu. Like, I think that was perfect timing because here you are at a space where it's, like, I don't know if you, I don't know if you had those lyrics at 11. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right, or, right, You know, I don't know if you went through, like, those experiences right. to, to get to that level. And so timing is just a perfect example to, for me and for the audience to just remember that timing is everything. It is. And I just um, had lunch with somebody before I got here. Um, and one thing they told me was like, let the universe, you know, lead you as far as, you know, like, like you said, timing is everything. Like we, we hone so much on that and then stuff, come, it always comes at the right time. Mm-hmm. Cause as an artist, you know, I, I used to battle with like, Oh, when, when, like, when am I going to get on? When am I going to get this and this and that? Or mm-hmm. Why didn't I get on this when I thought that was for me, but it was never was. And then mm-hmm. here come guys like, okay, I got something right here for you, even bigger. So, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a journey, but like, yeah, timing is always everything. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, you know, especially with I would imagine with somebody like yourself, and I had to realize that myself, even with just. When this resurfaced, because like, um, you know, this was an idea that was in the works for a while, but the dude I was going to do it with, he ended mm-hmm. up passing away. And so like, I I really birthed this out throughout COVID and, um, you know, with the real intent of just like, man, I really want to ask artists how they feeling up here. Because mm-hmm. at this time, like I was still writing, like I still write now, but it's like, I need to write a book. Like I need to like, my my stuff is more like, I ain't doing a lot of stuff that I was doing in 2016. So I'm like, if I'm going to redo this, I got to redo it right. Like, right. And so at that at the time that I was at now, I was like, I need to cater to creatives to where they can have an outlet to where, because I know they feeling what I'm feeling. 
you know, in that sense, especially like around COVID time, because it was like everybody was like depressed. Everybody was on live. Everybody was just <laughs> like, you know, you know, everybody was just on like at the crib. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, it's almost like for some people like that could either you get some of the best projects. And then some people were like daggone mentally chained up. Like mm-hmm. they, they couldn't release anything. out. Right. It was just like, man, like I feel nothing but depression. Yeah. And they didn't know how to push that out. They had to push through that period. And so for me, I was like, man, let me let me have them on here and really like give them an outlet to like talk about stuff aside from, you know, their craft and get into that point that I'm trying to get to. Like as as I, you know, it started to get more attention. I had a co-host where that didn't go well. And like when and then that time frame, I was like this, this you, you kind of feel yourself kind of going to a direction you don't want to go mm. and i was like man like this ain't what i got in this like you start dealing with like the politics even like you you probably being like with an artist it's the same with like on the media outlets you know you start dealing with certain people and it's just like i'm not about it man yeah. i'm more like a like you know batman smoke i'm out of here yeah, i go a lot yeah. of pla- you ask anybody i go a lot of places solo dolo unless i'm with her or something like that right um, at the crib with my dog like <laughs> yeah. I ain't like out here unless it's an event or it's like music like I ain't just at the bar like I used to be mm. and so with that I think having someone that was just like you need to do this for like this is the podcast you need to be doing this and doing that and I believe yeah you should have some balance but if you're missing the purpose of why you're doing it it's it's I don't feel like it should feel like work right you know I don't want it to like I understand like same with you, uh, you're in the music business, but at the same time, it shouldn't be feeling like a work task all the time, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, like, I felt like I was getting that and losing my purpose, and so, but that came from the whispers of other people, paying too much attention of, like, oh, I should be like this because other mm-hmm. people are like this, and, you know, if you allow it, man, like, it'll it'll mess up your creative outlet, man. It'll mess you up. For sure. Mm-hmm. But um, getting into a little bit more of the root of you i want to say and correct me if i'm wrong i, I want to say you're like smithfield or smithville smith is it smithville or smithfield, <laughs> smithfield chicken and barbecue nigga. <laughs> the best barbecue no i'm not lying it's, it's not the best barbecue the best barbecue of the land nah it's like in the region in your region it's in top five it's top five in north carolina but the best barbecue is in wilson north carolina if you ever heard of that okay it's a place called parker's okay it's crazy. Better than um, R&R out here in Concord? You ever been Absolutely. out there? Absolutely. You been out there? I stand on it. <laughs> she said, I stand on it. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to take your word for it. But getting to the root of Smithfield, Smithfield, mm-hmm. correct? Right. North Carolina. Um, you, like you said, a smaller town. And so I, I think that is more closer around, like, I would say y'all's closest bigger city is, like, I would imagine you'd be, like, around Raleigh. Yeah, like, and yeah. When you would go to like Raleigh, like those moments of when you would have those like experiences as you became probably like a teenager, um, becoming who you are. Where did you go to college? UNC Greensboro. Okay, mm-hmm. I was about to say, um, being in Raleigh. Did you go to Raleigh? Was that a different outlet for you compared to being in Smithfield? Was that your first taste, like how you were talking about with college being like a different experience and then you seeing like the different cultures? I would imagine you go to Raleigh to kind of like widen your horizons as well. Yeah, uh, a little bit. Um, I spent, but I spent most of my, my life between Raleigh and Smithfield. Like 
majority of my family's in Raleigh. Like when I go back home, I'm in Raleigh. Okay. So um, you weren't just visiting, you would have fam there as well. Yeah, yeah. Like I was in Raleigh heavily, you know okay. what I'm saying? Um South Side. Shout out to South Side. But um but no, nah, I mean, of course, yeah, it was a little bit more exposure, you know, Crabtree Mall going there, you mm-hmm. know, stuff like that. It's like, oh, okay, cool, it's a mall. Like but at the same time we had Carolina Pottery, so in Smithfield and that was our mall and Carolina Pottery is like the shit. Like people come from New York, Brooklyn, all over just to come to Carolina Pottery, the outlets. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when I was growing up because back then like they had crazy deals like Timberlands, beef and broccoli for forty nine dollars on Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah, that's a great deal. And I used to work at Nike out there and people would be banging on the door like at twelve o'clock trying to get in. Like it was intense. Mm-hmm. I mean cars parked all over the highway of ninety five, like but um no, nah, I mean, it wasn't really different, you know. Like I said, I grew up on Raleigh heavily um, at my house all the time. So, And, like, churches. We traveled a lot with churches. We went to a lot of churches in Raleigh where I sung. And I went to churches in Fayetteville, all over. So mm. so you were you were traveling with the choir and all of that? Oh, yeah. Mm. Leading the songs, for sure. Had to. Musical director, all that. <laughs> no, nah, I won't direct it. Nah, I just was. I do. That probably, probably would have been songs. next up. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, my I had to. My grandma won't plan that shit. Like mm. she was on me about singing because I wanted to play drums. I want to play keys. Mm. I want to be the cool cat. I don't want to be in the front. But she was like, "No, you get your black ass up there, and mm. you gonna sing." She's singing early. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and I thank her for that. You know what I'm saying? Because she she pushed me. Like we've been in grocery store, and she like my granddaughter can sing. Like, Why would you say that? <laughs> People are trying to grocery shop. They don't want to hear a acapella right now. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. Did I, I tell you about my granddaughter that can sing? Be at the ten items yeah. at West Line. When yeah. I got older, I realized you know she she was proud of me. You know, yeah. when you when you younger, you just like, oh, you've been annoying. Like, what are you mm-hmm. doing? But you you like, man, no, she really loved me. Like, she yeah. saw something in me that I didn't even see yet. Mm-hmm. So that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. It's like, that's like me. My grandma passed away in 2019. Like, she lived a good life, 91. Mm-hmm. But um, man, when she was younger, when I was younger, I, <laughs> she used to say stuff to me, and like, I used to be like, man, this lady is mean, like. <laughs> Like the stuff that she, but she just like small town near Wilmington, near mm-hmm. um, called Harold's out there, and um, you know go to church and yeah. you know like would travel, um, but was really big on just like I guess because I was the young at that time for the longest I was the youngest grandchild of hers because mm-hmm. I'm I was born through my mother which is her youngest daughter her youngest right. child period, and so with that she would always be on me and i'll just be like yo hey yo it was just like almost a certain point so i'll be like man like i don't even know i need to take a break from like i, I don't want to be around her because i know <laughs> she's gonna ask me to do certain things where i know she's gonna be like expose my, my my hand and i ain't gonna want to do that but as i got older and i started chilling with her more before she passed i realized like how you said like what that really was like mm-hmm. she really was like proud of me and she wanted the best for me right and right. i i think she didn't want me to um in in her way, that was her making sure that I did the fullness of this life had to offer because she may not have felt that way, mm-hmm. you know, in certain things. Sometimes, mm. sometimes parents or grandparents, so 
want you to do certain things where they feel like they missed out on. Mm, and that's so real. I think she she did that for the experiences of, and it could be the same with your grandma. It was just like, yo, like, you got this gift. Like, don't mm-hmm. take it for granted. Like, yeah. God, God don't bless everybody with that. Be right. able to do that. And it made you more, more of a well-rounded artist because now, you know, you can be – in front of the scenes, you can be in the back if you want. Yeah. Probably, I'm I'm guessing you probably you can you can help songwriting all that like yeah, if sure. you want to. And so it made you a well-rounded artist as well. And so shout out to the grandmas, man. You know, <laughs> For sure. The ones that you know really hold it down, you know, because that's 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 a definitely an underrated hero out here. Yeah, and they and it's not a lot like them anymore. You know Mm-mm. what I'm saying? Like it's like they going extinct. It's crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, not like like the like the movie Soul Food or something like that. But it's like, <laughs> Big you know, Mama, your arm. Mm. <laughs> like That's my th- favorite part. Because <laughs> <laughs> she, it's it's just like it's so much packaging that shit, and you be like, okay, her arm burns. You be like, nah, like they cut different. Like people mm. don't. It's like so much. They touching grease, like not even feeling. Yeah, it. Like, man, like they done seen the worst of the worst, like yeah. working in fields, like mm-hmm. not being able to finish high school because they had to go make the money so family could eat. Like mm-hmm. shit, yeah, I know that. Yeah, I, I was thinking that as well. Like I was just like, because we've been um, me and her last week we watched um, that Will Smith movie and what was it called, Emancipation. And I was just, you know, it's just, it's a good movie. Like, mm-hmm. they did a great job. But, you know, like, every now and then when that movie like that come out, like, I got to take, like, a day away from white folks. So I can, like, <laughs> so I could just, like, resurface and not be walking around mad. Yeah. It just, and I was is, just like. Is that his recent movie? Uh-huh. Okay, it's the most okay. recent one. And um, I was I was thinking about just our timeline because, like, me and my dad, we've gotten a lot closer the past, like, couple years. Mm-hmm. And with that. I think because he knows, as we all know, like, um, you know, this we're in mortality here. So he started because he knows I'm interested in and giving me more history of like our backgrounds, like, you know, knowing the roots of where he came from, you know, from Belmont to Virginia to, you know, like great, great, you know, was a slave. And this is where they lived at. And, mm-hmm. just, and with that, I was thinking about her, like how my mom told me the story of them and like how she used to live. And I was like, dang, like, like they were like in that segregation type stuff, man. Like they were, they were dealing with that head on. Cause like she, she was like around like, you know, like 19, like this is like 1912. Like, cause I never forget it. Cause it was like the same year, like the Titanic song. Like when they were like, when they were, um, when they were born. And so they were experiencing all that segregation throughout the thirties. and mm-hmm. Like, you know, the twenties. And as a child, like, growing up on a strawberry field farm and picking strawberries and it's just like dang like to go through all of that you know it ain't nothing to put your, your hand in some grease with some with some <laughs> fish that they're gonna flip it over without a spatula because like <laughs> yeah. look what these people went through and yeah. it's just like they ain't built like that no more man they nah. ain't built like that hell no it's a, it's a blessing if you're able to be with somebody who you know that's cut from a different cloth because mm-hmm. then that that is that lineage is passed on to you Absolutely. So yeah. She lives on through you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get into one thing I wanted to ask because you were talking about kind of at the same time. Um, who's this? A uh, new phone is around the same time afterwards whipped by do. You being an artist, like, do you feel because that I would say for me, that was a that was a good project, man. I'm thinking <laughs> back on like the bangers you had on there. 
Um, yeah, it was just shit time. That was just that was great lining up. But even with that, do you feel that? You feel like when you piecing stuff together like that, it's just like yo, like this is a, this is a great body of work. Like like uh, who did did you did you think new phone was gonna like get the reception like it did? Because it's like that was for me like when I seen the video the like, like who shot that video like. Alex Hall. Okay. Because mm-hmm. when I seen that, I was like, who is this? Like, <laughs> it was just a vibe, bro. Yeah. And it's like, even to like, you can, you can record, you can play that now. And I feel like, like, it's to the vibe. Like, everybody's just going to automatically, yeah. it's just, it's on and popping. Right. Do you feel that when you're in that moment of making something like that? I felt it with that project, but I haven't felt that in a long time. Mm. Um, the last two projects cool you know I, tr- I treat it like a it was an assignment i had to do but something about the first project it just felt so organic like mm. i wasn't thinking about um feedback i wasn't thinking about if people liked it or not i wasn't thinking about if it's gonna reach a thousand or a hundred thousand mm-hmm. i was just freely clearly like completely clear-minded when i made that project mm. and i think I'm trying my best to get back to that point right now. Mm. That's in the space I'm, tr- I'm trying to dive back into because I was looking at Smino interview um, earlier today, and he said, you know, when he makes his music, he's like, I make it for me. Like, I don't really make it because I want to get opinions or, you know, feedback. He's like, I don't, I don't really look at my comments like that. I don't really indulge in that because mm-hmm. if I do, then it starts to, I start second guessing myself. He's like, of course I'm human. I see some every now and then but and I was like man that's where I'm trying to get back to like because at the end of the day it's like it's gonna do what it has to do but like I I don't want to get caught up in the oh, I hope they like this and I it's like I want to get back to I don't care mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. I just want to put I just want to release and I know that if I release in the right mindset like it's going gonna, it's gonna to hit this time. So that's my goal for this next project. Mm, word, word. But, yeah, but, like, piecing together out of Queens was, like, it's like a puzzle. It really was. Was it? It was like God was, he was, he had the puzzle. It was like the puzzle pieces were spread it out, like, in, in certain places and locations. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, the, al- the EP cover, um, I released a project after my grandmother passed. She raised me, and it, I, it, it hit me really hard. Mm. So um, around that time, I was working on the project, and I was like, man, I don't know what the cover going to be. I need an EP cover. So she passes. She had a big-ass house we lived in when we had to clean out the house. You know how that goes. Yeah. So much stuff we had to go through. It took us a month Mm -hmm. to clear that house out from the attic to the basement to her closet, the size size of this fucking room, like, with more, like, of suits Mm. and hats because she was such a big church lady. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, I was in the attic, and I was just going through stuff. And um, I found that picture in the attic. Mm. Now, here's the thing. My mom died when I was two years old. My mom and my and my sibling. She was pregnant this time. She was killed by a drunk driver. She was nineteen. Mm. Fast forward, when I was six years old, we got we had a house fire. Lost everything. That mm. includes my mom' pictures. Anything of my mom wiped out. Mm. 
right? Mm -hmm. So I don't really have anything. I just have people just telling me stories. I don't have, like, pictures and stuff. So to find this picture at that moment was some full-ass circle shit because I'm like, wait a minute, like, this whole project, I'm talking about the empowerment of the black woman. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm paying I'm paying old in tribute to my grandmother and my, my aunts, you know, that raised mm. me. The, the the strong women in my family. And I'm, I've been trying to ramble my mind, like, what is going to be the picture? And I find this shit in the attic. And I've never seen this picture mm. of my mom before. It was perfect. Yeah. It was perfect timing. Stars aligned on that one. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, and it's a great album cover as well. You can, Thank you, can you. you can see the history in it. It's just like yeah. you know, when I see it I think of like how you said just women empowerment. Yeah. You know, chicks in the um chicks in the South, you know, just beauty. And it's just yeah. like it's, it's a it's a perfect uh it's a perfect mixture of all of that mm-hmm. in the one photo. And that's what I assumed. I was like, This must be her bloodline. Yeah, that's my mom and her best friends. The three three women in the back is her best friends. They okay. was all best friends in high school. That's a picture from a club they was at Smithfield. Okay. <laughs> you know, you take the club picture with the background. They mm-hmm. had the fan chair. I was like, oh, yeah, this is, this the one right here. Yeah, they chilling yeah. heavy out there. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And my mom a gangster. Like, she always wear all black. Like, my mom used to wear all black with the red lip. Mm-hmm. So... Seeing that shit, because people used to tell me that all the time, like, you know, your mama used a gangster, like, she used to sell weed and shit mm-hmm. do this, but she she was about her business, like, she was a boss woman. I was mm-hmm. like, what? She did her so, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And still, you know, that that still passes on, I would say, in, in that sense, like, because with you, you are the perfect combination of that, in yeah. that sense, because it's like, you give you give the energy of just, like... Like I said, like a cup of coffee, chill, mm-hmm. you know, a, a good vibration frequency. But then at the same time, you know, don't mess with her. You know, like, like, <laughs> like, don't don't get it twisted out here. All right. Daggone. We still for Smithfield out here now. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but shit but I've, I've gotten on. that I've gotten that mixture of like because mm-hmm. like you i've seen you wear and it, it fits with like your your dress your style mm-hmm. like like because i've seen you in some pants and then you know i've seen you one time like at snug like you had a dress on and i yeah. was like okay like yeah you might have a daggone varsity jacket right, on right. and so it's like i feel like that combination of like the the lineage of your your grandmother of your mm-hmm. mother to yourself to figuring yourself out like how you were trying to do like you said in that stage you become it's almost like your locks in a sense, you know, yeah. you've gone through those ugly stages of mm-hmm. life to where it's just like, you know, ah, I feel comfortable. Like, right. yeah, this is me right here. I feel comfortable. I can do both. I can yeah. walk in chew gum, you know, cause for the longest, I, especially when I feel like as an artist period, whether it be R and B or rap, which you really dabble in both. Like you sing, you, you sing beautifully, but you have bars like a rapper. Like mm. you, give you've given a couple times where it's like you'll have sixteens, and even when and you it's sing, crazy pause because some so many people keep telling me that, mm. and I be offended by it. I don't now, mean I'm, it by I'm it first, a, I know, I know, but mm-hmm. I'm learning not to be offended by it because I'm like, okay, because I'm like, no, I, I can sing. I I think I be thinking in my head like people trying to say you can't sing like you really a rapper like you really like on some future shit. I'm like, no, I'm from the church. Like I mm-hmm. went to school for music. I really can sing. Yeah, but it's like my style. I get what you're saying because you, you listen to Patty Mayonnaise. 
I'm rapping on that song. Like, mm. so, and then, like, Lauren Hill, like, she was a rapper and a singer, so. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean in that sense. Like, you go into kind of like, like, in the sense of, like, how Brent is in a, in a way where, like, he goes into pockets like a rapper. But mm-hmm. he's, the dude sings like a freaking angel. Right, it's, right. it's the same with you. Like, you can go into pockets, your mindset of how you piece mm-hmm. lyrics like an MC. But mm. it, it's it's purely beautiful what you put That's together though, because a lot of people wish that they could do that. Right. I mean, look at today's you know the you know they want somebody to be a fusion artist like that, mm-hmm. like a, like a, a a Bryson Teller or like a Tiller. Like they love that right yeah. now in the industry. Like yeah, we want you to rap and sing, do both of those. Like <laughs> and so the fact that you can do that and you're you're not even really trying, it's yeah. just like organic. Like because I don't feel anything forced from you. Like right. even even when you're talking about like. The, the most recent um the most recent project you had where it had PB on there I would take it probably be your most recent one mm-hmm. um that doesn't seem like you know forced you yeah know, in a sense of just like I gotta put this out right, you know, like right. if anything it may have been from you like it's been a while let me let me put something out for mm-hmm. myself but like yeah I don't never feel anything forced from you I appreciate it yeah mm-hmm. yeah I'm I don't really try to force it but I am trying to get into a groove next year. Where I'm dropping consistently, mm. I will say that, and not letting anything hold me back from that. So, for sure, for sure, I can't wait for it. I can't wait for it. It's, it's definitely. I, I mean, we're still bumping you over here, and so like you have a a base to where I feel like people know your energy in the sense of like when you drop, like, hey, we can't, we ain't, we ain't out here bugging you on some like when you gonna drop. I mean, you make it. That. I don't know. I, I ain't. I ain't a part of your media team or, or like your your social media team. So you probably do get those like, yo, we drop and we watch you drop. But mm-hmm. it's it's because people love what you're doing. I'm I'm pretty sure Sizzik probably got that like crazy before she's like, hey, hurry up. But yeah. people don't understand the mind of an artist. Like some of these people aren't going based off of like the industry cookie cutter standard. Yeah, some of these people got to go through life, man. You know, yeah, you go sure. through those experiences, and then that's what brings those lyrics to heart, man. Right. Yeah. For sure. And I took this year to live. I really did. I wasn't even thinking about dropping no music. I tried. I was like, I'm going to drop something in October, I swear. And I was like, fuck this shit. Not popping. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> I'm about to just live. I'm about to go to Stats, get me some money. I'm like, okay. Let me go ahead and give me a garlic parmesan order. Okay. Let me get some sandwich pasta. For real. And, and just explore Charlotte. Like I really enjoy myself this year, but it's it's definitely go time next year. Yeah. I feel you. Dang, that's what's up. She said it's go time out here. Yeah. That's what's up. Because like like I said, them your projects, like I said, you you on point with what you give out. Like so I can only imagine like you say you being more frequent and so mm-hmm. that that'll be beautiful to see because that means it's it's more great yeah. music for me to listen to and for the consumer to listen to. Right. And I think that's all when it comes down to, you know, because I was listening to um, it was an interview. He did like a couple. I don't know if it was an interview because I'd be I'd be on his live like Farrar. He was on there. and It was just like, like man, like I really do got like 11 projects or something like that. And I was just thinking about it, you know, sometimes like and even in the case of like people like yourself, like with, with the Farrar, like we take people for granted because like mm-hmm. life comes at you so fast. And it's like, dang, that boy do really do got about 11 other things <laughs> out. And so it's like with people like you, people like him, people that like we hold because like 
Like, you're not from here, but I call you, like, I put you up there. Like, it's been interviews. Like, I put you on some of them Rushmore's on certain things yeah. when it came to, because it changed a lot of stuff for me and for a lot of people that was doing music, like, visually. Visually, mm-hmm. um, how they consumed it at a time where it was like, because you came at a time where it was just like, when, I mean, it was chicks doing that, but it, it wasn't to the extent of, like, the combination of everything. Yeah. To that extent to where it was like, um, the production was sounding great and like it sounded so polished. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And so for that, I feel like, like I said, with Ferrar, you know, you don't want to take people like that. You take your time, whatever yeah. you're doing, because like we already like, you know, take people for granted. And right. so you look at track records, when you start looking at track records and like spots you don't perform that and like, it's just like, dang, like, she really has been in the game for a minute, bro. Like, you, I mean, like, you're not from Charlotte, but I can you pretty much a Charlottetonian at yeah, this point. Yeah, for sure. And so it's, it's my like, second home, absolutely. Yeah. And so, like, I, we appreciate you. Like, always take your time. Don't ever yeah. feel pressure on our end. Yeah, for you sure. Know, your biggest enemy sometimes be your enemy. <laughs> that's true. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. But um, what are, what are some of the things that you feel like um, – with 2023 that you may not just creatively as in the sense of like the project that you're talking about, maybe just you as, you know, Sianka the person, you know, like what are some things that are, are you looking forward to when it comes to like maybe hurdles you want to accomplish or like maybe, you know, you got your own personal bucket list. Like mm-hmm. you put, we were talking earlier before, like we started, like you, you said you, you're a forward out here. Do you ball out here? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like what is, what is, what does Sianca like to do? I here, do man? ball. Like I'm really like that. And I, I run, I used to run track too. So <clears throat> I always been a superstar. Like, cause I was a star in, in school. Like I, said, I always had it. No, for real. I, I, I really just figured this out, like, probably last year. Because, you know, when you go through your things and your old stuff in the attic, all this stuff, like, you storage. And I was um, going through my storage, and I'm, like, pulling up newspapers mm. and trophies. And it's, like, hundreds of trophies and the championship rings and mm. MVPs. And I'm, like, yo, I really was always a star but it, i just transferred the energy to music so it's like it really don't matter what field i'm in i'm gonna i'm gonna like exceed mm. but um i think i think the biggest thing for me as a person next year is to i want to read more mm. i've already started already started ordering books off of amazon like crazy yeah. Because I'm like, I need to be more knowledgeable. I think that's the biggest thing that, as black community, like, it holds us back sometimes is just education on certain things. So I completely um, agree. Yeah. My people perish because lack of knowledge. Yeah. So that's a fact. That's something I want to I wanna focus on next year is increasing my knowledge in every aspect. I just went to um, Archive. Coffee shop in Charlotte Archive. Okay. Shout out to uh, Archive over there. Yeah, the shout West. out to them. Shout out to Sharice, the owner. Um, she invited. Um, I'm having a blank moment. I can't think of his name, but um, Ken. I think his name is Ken. That she hangs out with. He was like the first black news reporter in Charlotte, but they had like a seminar thing about coffee and just Charlotte history. And 
he was just talking about so much stuff and how Charlotte had transitioned him being from like in the seventies and sixties and seeing so much stuff. Mm -hmm. And it just blew my mind. I was like, he was like, do you know who your house representative is? Do you know who your district leader? And we're all like, no, we don't know what that is. Mm -hmm. What are you you talking about? I just Mm -hmm. know how to vote for the president. Yeah. Vote for the mayor. And, and that's it. I don't know all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. But like he, um, he he made it like yo. We need to really, as a black community, start being knowing what these things are. And Sharice is like, you know what? We should start having um, like classes, like policy classes at the coffee shop for black people, and telling them and like get, teaching them what this term means and breaking it down to our layman terms. Mm. And I, it just really opened me up. Like, man, I need that. And I think. It just made me like, you know, I need to read more. It just sparked some shit in me. So mm-hmm. I just went home. I just started ordering books and just looking at my homies and see what asking them, what y'all been reading? And like, I've been reading this and this has been helping me. So I think it's my biggest goal next year to continue to educate myself. Um, also, how many instruments you play? On side note, oh no, I play the keys. I play the organ. Play the drums. Play the marimba. I can play the clarinet. I can play trumpet. On this. Nah, I can't play the trumpet. I never was interested in that. I tried even playing the clarinet. Your mouth start hurting. Mm. <laughs> I hated it. Um, I play all percussion instruments. Like any percussion instrument you can think of, I can play because I that's what I majored in in UNCG was. Music percussion, mm. so Tiffany marimba, um, xylophone. I'm trying to think what else is percussion wise. Cello, no, it's not percussion. Yeah, but just yeah, anything percussion wise. Word, that's what's up. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. I can read music too. Even more, what's up? That's very <laughs> rare. <laughs> I'm rusty you know. now. Don't don't put it in front of me. Like I need to. No, like, it's funny you say that. Yeah, study. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I actually have something right here. I do have the original Beauty and the Beast. Um, <laughs> I was wondering if you could go ahead and do that for me. <laughs> put yeah, you to nah. the test. <laughs> That's what's up, though. I was curious. I was like, because I know of you being talented behind. Like I said, the the vocal ability and mm-hmm. so i was like what all does, does can she do like this yeah, because I, I know you're part of the production project process yeah. clearly as well so yeah i um i was a drum captain in high school i played the quads mm. i played the snare you know we traveled band competitions i did all that shit so that's what's up that's what's up so you were mm. a band kid oh yeah mm. i was that i don't know what type of kid i was like I feel like I look back and I'm like, man, I don't know how I did that shit from being the lead captain of band, being the leader in basketball, going to going to band practice, then going to basketball practice. And then I don't know what the fuck I was on. I decided I want to get me a job because I want my own money. So I started working at Nike. I was working Nike on the weekends and sometimes after school, like Mm -hmm. I would go work at Nike from like seven to ten little three hours and I worked there all day on Saturday and Sundays. Yeah. After church. Yeah, I still gotta be the I gotta be the the leader at church. <laughs> Rehearsals. Yeah, getting it. Yeah, I really I my life was, was hectic. Like I I was never home, like to the point where 
I was like, I used to thought I was spoiled growing up because my grandma used to wash. I didn't know how to wash clothes until I got to college. Mm. Because she washed my clothes, she made my bed, and I was like, oh, damn, I'm so spoiled. But I was like, I'm not really spoiled. I'm busy as fuck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't got time for this. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I go play, and then I, I go play a basketball game, we get mm. back from off the bus, 11 o'clock at night. I still got homework. I'm up to 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning trying to do homework, and I'm mm. crashed out. And now I got a game the next day. So, like, my grandmother used to, like, I'll wake up and my fucking jersey would be folded and clean. Oh, and I was like, what the hell, man? Mm. She really loved me. Like, so, yeah. Shout out to the grandma again. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Hold it, holding it down in a life of busy. Like, how are you now in that sense? Do you do, I would imagine because of how you were when you're younger, you try to balance it out better mm-hmm. in the sense of like, you know, um, having time for self, having that balance of, you know, not being, um, you know, run dry in a sense. Oh, yeah. You can't run me dry now. Mm. Not even close to it. Because I was, I did that for like, from the age of 13 to I, I to college almost. Because I, I was doing a lot of stuff in college too. Because music took a lot. When I was a music major, it was a lot. That, that was required of us from seminars to rehearsals every day from 6 to 10. like, And then doing homework and writing papers. So mm-hmm. it really didn't stop until I fucking quit college. Mm. I think I really like blacked out like, I can't do this. Like I think I just got burnt out completely and I dropped out. And um, yeah, I think... That's when I started finding myself like, okay, I got to have some type of peace. I've been running all my life. Like, yeah. it felt like mentally, physically. So now I'm in a place now, like, I be in the house. I'm so introverted. Mm. I didn't used to be that way. But um, I see the importance as I get older is protecting your energy and protecting your peace. Uh, because especially being an artist, it takes a lot more. You know, I have to have those conversations. I have to answer. People going to ask me the same question every time. Mm-hmm. What's up? Like, where your music? Or, you know, I love you. You know, I, I, have, I have to be prepared for that. Mm-hmm. So it can be draining <laughs> sometimes. Like, if oh, I yeah. do a show, so. I got 30 people coming up to me, asking me this, asking me that. So I had to learn to really preserve who I am in order to give my best and be, have that energy for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it goes back to like loving yourself more mm-hmm. and taking that time to really, you know, it's okay to have those moments of solitude right, you know, right. and really have that balance. Because as you as you love yourself more and, um, you know, put in the effort to love yourself, then you can you can be that person to love others better. It right. helps for being the better performer. You know, it helps for, you know, being the better friend, uh, partner. You know, all around, it starts with you. Right. You know? And so I completely agree. You know, once and I was the same way in a sense, you know, like I'm very, as she could probably tell you, I'm very introverted now. Like, unless it's like a show where it's like, um, it got to be a show like, I would come to your show. You know, I'll come autumn, something like that. It got to be something I'm vibing with. Right, right. Like, if it's a, if it's a vibe where it's like the energy is good, I'm going to come to it. But right. I, ain't, I ain't coming out like how I just, to just come out to every daggone show or yeah. you know them energies man they'll try to attach yourself to you bro like I'm really big on energy on that and some mm-hmm. of them energies that try to they'll try to follow you home 
So I'll be having right. to rebuke them things out the car. And so, <laughs> <laughs> for real. And so, like, I'm really keen on making sure that, you know, like praying in atmosphere, you mm. know, in that sense, like yeah. walking into something with making sure that my mind state is right so I can be that person. Because I know with this, you know, people want to see me outside of the YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. You know, so I go to shows and, like, even if it comes to a detriment for being a little bit exhausted, I still come out because it's like I need that balance. Yeah. I need that balance to people see me in the flesh. You know, I need that balance to, you know, like have that ear for that person at that moment because, you know, they may have been going through depression and, and listen to an episode where, you know, talking about my struggles with depression and alcoholism and they wanted to be like, yo, bro, like I appreciate you for that because I didn't even know you were going through that. Be the same with you for probably countless songs that you don't even know who you're touching. Mm -hmm. And so, but it starts with me. I had to realize I had to cut a lot of stuff off so I can be that person to give to people and have that energy to give to. Right. For sure. Starts with you at the end of the day, for sure. Makes you a better um, person, a better servant. Yeah. You know, because I, I consider what you do, you know, for yourself, you know, like getting that energy out, getting these experiences out in the art of music, but, you know, that is a service that you're doing, mm. you know, to, to people out here. And, you know, I want to be, that's how I want to be. You know, right. this is, this is not just for me. Like I look at myself as just a yielded servant at this point, mm -hmm. like whatever you want me to do, like wherever you, you point me in a direction. Cause we know where my wheel going to go. Like right, 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 <laughs> my, right. my wheel going to have me somewhere in Chattanooga somewhere. Yeah. Dang, let's, let's, <laughs> Let's <laughs> let's make sure like I'm going based off what you want because if I go off that, then I know you're not gonna steer me in the wrong direction, and so that's what I'm just about just good energy, making sure I'm I'm in the right place as well. Mm -hmm. You know, I was a bad Mister wrong place at the wrong time. You know, you know I just I just hold myself and my energy more accountable as I as I get older, and I'm grumpy, man. I'm an old man. I'm getting old out here. I don't want to be around all these people anyway. <laughs> okay. You know, they should be honored to be around you. They don't need to be around. See, I call it. You know nah, what I'm saying? Ain't even like that. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need to be around you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm messing around. I'm messing with you. But um, what kind of what kind of dog is is that you got as well that I I seen on your story a couple of times? You know? Shit, I don't know. No, I'm just. <laughs> It must be a, a family dog that you uh, that you go and visit with. Almost looks like it's about this big, and so it made um, me think like you're that. What's some dogs called, man? Well, clearly it's not your dog. That's no, that's, 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 that's the breaking news for there. Like. It's my friend's dog. His name Rocky. <laughs> what is what do they call though? Like I thought that was a family dog. Only reason I asked that because I'm a dog man myself, and so it's a popular dog though. Everybody's getting it. I think Meg Stallion has it. Oh, like a French bulldog? Yeah. Okay. That ain't it. That ain't the dog. What dog? That ain't dog I'm talking about. That's the only <laughs> dog I've been having in my story. Mm, that ain't dog I'm talking about. <laughs> what dog are you talking about? <laughs> dog I'm talking about, look like it got some life. Like it, it's been around for a minute. Dang, it got like longer fur, kind of. It's small like that, though. Oh, shit. Oh no! <laughs> I'm bugging. I guess, I guess I'm I'm bringing up imaginary dogs out here. Yeah. <laughs> he the only dog I've been around for real. For sure. The only reason I bring that up because that helps me with me when it comes to having um, having that dog has helped me a lot when it comes to 
you know, spacing out my time as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, being that person that prioritizes stuff better yeah. in that sense. And so, um, but you don't got to worry about it. You ain't no dog on it. Dog on it. Nah, I used to be. Dog on fool me out here, man. I'm out Can't, here. I gave that dog away to a Mexican family. Okay. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> they were so happy. Mm-hmm. Probably, probably out here, dog on living his best life. Was it a he or a she? It was a he. Okay. His name was Remy. Remy. <laughs> <laughs> like the hair. Have you ever watched that show, Remy? Mm-mm. It's a good show. It was on uh, FX. Okay. Uh, it's like it's like a, a ver- it's like a Islamic version of Atlanta. <laughs> okay. <And> the- <laughs> because like the dude is like Islamic, mm-hmm. and he's a writer. Like homie's a writer, like Donald Glover. Like so, like but it's based off of his story. It's based on yeah. his life. He comes from a mad, like very, um, you know militant Arabic family mm. and here he is like a first generation Americanized cat and he's dealing with the struggles of like trying to like date women but like his grandma not getting mad at him you know like yeah you know like I only imagine like an older grandma but just a Arabic grandmother mm. that's like heavy in her religion just like don't bring nobody around here with unless they really fool you type stuff like wow are you even having sex like you shouldn't even be having sex like very strict <laughs> in that sense mm-hmm. but he's a great writer so that's why I brought that up because it it shows the balances of and it kind of reminds me of probably something that you dealt with early on being a church kid um you go through life and you go through your experiences and then you know, you you try to balance all this out in a sense and still have your foundation solid, but, you know, be yourself in a sense as well. You know? mm-hmm. And that's something I had to learn, not to be religious, but really be like a follower, you know? Yeah. Really be, um, you know, someone that's looking and trying to be a servant for the best of people in that sense. And sometimes when you're too religious-minded, um, that that blinds you from the bigger purpose in a lot of ways. Mm. And so uh, it's a good, it's a good TV show on that, how he okay. doesn't let the religion blind him from being like a good person in the sense of like, cause sometimes religion can blind you. You know, we look at the mm-hmm. Pharisees, you mm-hmm. know, they were asking Jesus certain things like, why are you healing this person? Why you do? Cause it's the right thing to do. Mm. Sometimes it right. comes back down to, we ain't gotta go by no book. You no, know, it's like, it just feels right. Yeah. It's like, that's the right thing. They were hurting. I wanted to heal them. Right, that's right. why I did it. Absolutely. And so I, I had to get in that sense for, like, you know, like, I'm not, I'm not going to be your typical, like, Christian in that sense. You know, mm-hmm. like, I got shunned from the church because my tattoos early on. I ha- I've had hair throughout my life. and wouldn't let me be on a basketball team. I had to, like, I, they wanted me to cut that junk. Wow. And so it's like I came from that kind of, like, background to being, like, for me, that was what I saw God was. Mm-hmm. But it didn't take into going into, like, my 20s, as I was telling you, traveling around, you know, I seen God for who he really was. I mm. had to build that relationship for myself. Right, right. And so um, I would imagine it would be the same with you coming from like that background. Mm-hmm. You got to a point to where you are comfortable in your own skin and comfortable with your relationship with God. And yeah. it's not a religious relationship. It's a right. real relationship. Absolutely. Right. Definitely. When do you think you got to that point? And I left church completely. Mm. <laughs> I mean, like, everything that I can live. UNCG time, like. Yeah, all of that. Even after that, I was playing for a church in Winston. I was playing the organ. 
And um, <clears throat> I hate to say it like this, but I had to just cut the church out of me completely mm. because I needed to see, I need to be on the outside. I was always on the inside, you know, in the, the heat of it all. But I was like, I need to be on the outside. I need to explore. Mm. I need to see life. Not saying like I'm never going back to church. Or it wasn't even like that. It was like, uh, it wasn't like a, it's just like I just need a break. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it has been that way. It was very, very do what I tell you do with mm. no explanation. It's like I need I need explanation. I need I'm not saying like I'm questioning God like on some goal. I need to know like break it down to me. And it wasn't it wasn't a lot of that. It was just like I said, mm. do do what's supposed to do. That's what it says do. It's like, okay, but I wanna know why. So I wanted to know those whys, and I had to just explore for myself. So, yeah, definitely after college. Yeah. For sure. And then a lot of the time, the do what I tell you to do don't even be from the scripture. It, it'd be like, man, like. You'd be surprised. I want you to do this. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, that ain't even in the word, bro. Like, right. Dealing with stuff like that. It's just like, my um, I was watching this guy. He makes, like, YouTube videos, and he was talking about how this guy told him, that he had a dream that <laughs> he had a dream that God was going to like that God gave him a warning to give to women that they were going to go to hell because they were wearing makeup. And mm. I was like, you know how many people you just lost with that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but this is this is the time that we're in in a situation. Do you think if we're looking at the bigger picture of things when because this is the battle of souls at the end of the mm. day. This thing is like the matrix. Yeah. So you mean to tell me I'm not getting into the kingdom because of some on Maybelline? Do, <laughs> do you think it's that serious in that sense? Like, just just break that down. Like, make it make sense in the sense. Right, but right. Th thousands of women have probably seen that. Thousands mm -hmm. of women have probably seen that video. And then that's when you have someone that just, quote, unquote, leave the church. Not just leave the church. Leave God. Because they're mm. like, I don't want nothing to do with that. If that's, right. if that's something that this God is, 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 is against, like, yeah, huh, that's man. That's what I mean. That's a man that is spiteful over women and it's like y'all ain't getting in the hell because of that like what y'all doing your makeup like he un, he un yeah. got this by a chick with makeup and just yeah. like yo y'all whack like y'all ain't getting in there mm -hmm. and so but that's man and a lot of that i feel like you gotta do you gotta decipher the difference yeah that's why i needed to like i had to have the journey that i had because like if it ain't coming from the spirit of the living god like you'll know the difference like he gives you that discernment and some of that stuff, it was just like, nah, this ain't it. This ain't right. it. Right. And so I feel like everybody um, goes on their journey if they allow themselves to, going back to loving themselves, if they allow themselves to love themselves and forgive themselves from their past. Because a lot of times we need to forgive ourselves, man. You know, Amen. like we, we try to be perfectionists and stuff like that. Do you suffer for that yourself, being an artist? Like, Yeah, but they say perfection is the, the friend of procrastination. mm so, the more you know, that's my first time hearing. Yeah, because you spent you over there wasting time over the, overthinking. Mm, okay. So that's why they say it's like the front of It's like man, just drop it. Like people tell them, drop the music. You over there trying to overthink it, overthinking. You look up, it's eight months and pass by. So, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's my first time hearing that. Yeah, I can see. I can see how that can be in that sense. Mm -hmm. But it goes back to what I was saying. The biggest enemy or a lot of the times is your inner me, like Lupe said. Come on, Deacon. So. <laughs> <laughs> Deacon, see. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and moral moral of today's uh episode is just, you know, find find stuff for yourself in a sense. Find yeah. go through your experiences for cuz you're a living testament of it. You know, you went through the trials of errors of life and you know, probably heard a lot of he say, she say when it comes to this is how it should be presented, mm-hmm. that's how it should be presented. And, you know, you have the evolution of Sianka has become this well-oiled machine to where it's just like you you have that balance of being able to have the knowledge of spirit, have the knowledge of self, mm-hmm. you know, have the, 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 the balance of woman and being able to balance that with being stern and with being, you know, I can, I can, if I wanted to, I could, but right, at the same right, time, right. like I can cross you up too. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Perfect, perfect combination out here. And that's how it should be. We should be, um, you know, mixed with these different experiences because it makes you a complete person at the end of the day. Yeah, for yeah, sure. For sure. That's my TED talk. I know I've been talking your head off. <laughs> 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 let's uh let's go ahead let's wrap this up in the sense of um like not like i said you you said reading books um you know just being more knowledgeable of things of course the project how do you how do you like it and this is something that i always ask people coming into an end when it comes to and we can we can look at a broader scale not just charlotte but just north carolina in general how have you liked the progress of when it comes to the music scene of the Carolinas, of North Carolina, um, of, of Carol- uh, South Carolina as well, because they've been making noise. Um, and what are some things that needs to be worked on, you know, that, that you feel like is still an Achilles heel mm. to a degree? I think it's going in great progression. Um, I'm very observant. Mm. Um, I try to know who is popping from every city, like, mm. I know who's popping in Trafo, Tia Kareen, you know what I'm saying, Sauce Pack before he passed away, R.I.P. Sauce Pack, mm-hmm. um, Apex 3400, um, even down to the photographers where, you know, Bosch Novart, um, Fanny Pack, Terry Swab, mm. like, and then I look at Kara, um, I look at Charlotte, like, yeah, niggas is really popping his shit. Like, you got Mavi Fumeo popping his shit. He about to go on his own headline tour. Yeah, I see you know, him. He, Salute to him doing his thing. I saw him open up. Um, I saw him perform. Um, he opened up for Jack Harlow and Raleigh. He did amazing. Mm. Uh, Ruben Vincent. I've been watching Ruben for a while from afar. Mm. And we linked up years ago. Um but, you know, he's now a rock nation. Mm-hmm. Jim Rock, the squad, for sure. Then my family, the whole Jim the squad. Um, <clears throat> I think things are going a great, great. Um, I don't think, I think the community part of it still has to continue to grow. Um, where, you know, the thing I do see about Atlanta, if you see the you gonna see Gunner, or you may see him in the studio. Like it's like a community. It's like you always see two or three artists together at one time mm-hmm. down in Atlanta, or producers. They always like they all hanging around each other, like mm-hmm. on a personal level. I would love to see that here more. Um, where like the heavy hitters are hanging out, or we in the studio heavily, and it's it's been happening. Mm-hmm. It has. I'm not gonna say it has not. Like shout out to De Niro because De Niro. Will come. He'll be like, "Yo, we can have a session." He'll tell everybody, "Pull up." 
And we all be in the studio, 10, 15 of us. Like, um, yeah. I've seen you in a lot of those kind of cases or scenarios yeah. where it's like you are well um, respected. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I believe is the best word to put it when it comes to um, someone that I see. Like, perfect example, like you'll you'll mess with the cast that's safe and sound. Like, I see you, like, I've seen you, like, with, like, lot. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, and, for sure. And Absolutely. I, I can imagine working. Like, I remember you had a. When did that? When did this miss you come out? Um, when it was with Jalen, like you were like singing like the hook of that. Like, oh yeah, shout like, out to Jalen. That was like sure. a great group combination. Yeah, like everybody vibing and you know came out right. to. Um, I feel like that's what the city needs in that sense. You know, right? More of that less egos though. Mm. Egos can really get in the way easily. Um, especially with like, oh, I want to make because I think everybody you still have to realize everybody is is a star or there. They want they t- they want they two seconds fame. Oh, like, yeah, of course, yeah. And sometimes it's hard to be humble and just be like, you know, whatever, whatever's gonna flow. But I think that that can be the culprit sometimes. It's egos in the room, um, and everybody like looking like, who are you like? Are you really fucking with? You know what I'm saying? So, um, I try not to get into that. Like, I God, mm. that's that's a Charlotte thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, like. I try not to indulge in it too much. And I'm like, even though, like, I know niggas since saying, like, oh, yeah, you rep Charlotte. But I'm like, yo, I can't get into that's That's, like, way back history. Like, because mm. I done heard even before I got here, people was telling me, like, it's super dividing in Charlotte. And I saw that when I first got here. Mm. But I've seen a lot of growth. Like, I've seen a lot of positive-ass shit. But when it gets to, like, politics and shit... I don't get into none of that because I'm like, yeah. I ain't from here. I ain't go to high school with them. I ain't from Westside. I ain't f- none of that. So yeah, y'all yeah. had it. But um, I think North Carolina is booming. And mm-hmm. I think the niggas, the industries from hearing from talks people, they see that. They see it coming. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of time. I've heard we are the mini Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Ain't the, I would like for us to be like, okay, that's Charlotte or that's North Carolina instead of saying, Oh, this is the mini Atlanta. Like, mm. I would really love our name to keep growing. And I think it's coming. Yeah. And it's going to be the young cats. It's going to take the Ruben Vincents. It's going to take Mavi. They young. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm in my 30s. Me and De Niro, all of us, Elevator Jada, we're not 30s. But it's going to take them young, young cats to really, really help push the narrative um, and break that barrier. Because, yeah, Charlotte's going to be booming soon. I promise you. Like, just, it's been talks of um, UNG. It's a big music group. Planting, putting an office in Charlotte. Mm. It ain't official, but like there's talks. So I think it's just for us to keep creating that motion, mm-hmm. whether it's one of us or all of us, and just shedding light. That's why when I have videos, my music videos, I always have Charlotte representation in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I you always do. got somebody from Charlotte in the video from Luke. I mean, I paid homage from the day I stepped foot in this motherfucker. Like, I had loot in New Phone who this video, like. <laughs> yeah. um, he was in PB He was, he was in PB and J. Yeah, yeah, shit crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had, like, a lot of heavy hitters. Like, um, I tried to get Fannie Mae in the video, but she had some other engagements. But, like, I'm going to keep doing that. Like, when I put out Eat with Elevator J, we were showing all the chicken spots. It's <laughs> <laughs> Charlotte from Chicken King, Chicken Box. Mm-hmm. Fucking. <laughs> so... Yeah, that's what's really what it's about. So, yeah, that's what's up. Well said. I completely agree. I completely agree with you. Being someone born and raised myself, like that divide that you were talking about, yeah, it, it was like that. Um, the aroma of it still tries to 
stick its head out mm-hmm. every now and then. Yes, it does. But um, it's a lot better than how it used to be. Mm-hmm. Like it can't. It was a time when I was in high school. Like East Side cast would not mess with West Side cast, vice versa. Or, wow. But now you have like to the level where you know you'll get a West Side dude performing that snug on the East Side. You'll get mm-hmm. you'll get them collabing with each other like a VVG and an Elevator J. Yeah. And, like, you know that's that's what because I think we're looking at the bigger picture of. Forget many Atlanta, like nigga, we Charlotte, and yeah. it's like like we don't have a. I'm pretty sure it's cats doing that like Atlanta type of remedy of what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only thing I compare with us with Atlanta is that we are in a position to where we can have a lot of stars at once, like mm-hmm. Atlanta. You yeah, because when you think of Atlanta, like don't just every it ain't just the torch like this guy has the torch and he's keep like it's a lot of different stars in atlanta you know what i'm you saying you hit the head right on the nail that's what i'm waiting for mm. it's there to be many stars popping off at the same time yeah mm. i'm rooting for tia Karen. she's going crazy right now like in charlotte like she she's is, going crazy yeah. and i'm like okay Mavi, go crazy. I'm like telling these young niggas, go crazy. I need it. we need all that to pop at the same time. So I think that's why I'm so excited and I'm just like I haven't left yet because I'm like, all right, now we getting some motion. Yeah, yeah. she's about to go crazy. So mm-hmm. yeah. I completely agree. It's it's inevitable. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's it's, bu- it's been bubbling for years. It's about to bubble over. Oh yeah. And so yeah, I feel like you know you did the right thing in the sense of just waiting it out. I did the same thing, you know, for a while. I was gonna move to Brooklyn, but mm-hmm. the only two things that held me back was a her because like I I keep an eye on like I don't have any children of my own, but I'm really big with like my nieces and nephews, yeah. and then um, b the aspect of just like I couldn't leave it in the sense of like I knew it was bubbling over, yeah, and I was just like, bro, like. If if they do it right, bro, mm-hmm. and then that's when I came, like, was just like, you know what, I'm gonna start being, as I told you in the beginning, like a time capsule for this, mm-hmm. because it's like so many of these people in in my eyes and people in the city's eyes, if they're not like having their butt in there, you know, if they're not being ego like egotistical or something like that, they know what y'all been doing for years. Like you've been right. you've been Sianca for years, you've been representing for years, Daenerys for years, even Mavi at his young and that baton gets because they see you, they grew up watching y'all. And now, you know, the, the game for them gets better because of the experiences you guys going through. So I feel like they look at it where it's like, well, dang, if they already having that type of like flow, like you got a Mavi that's 22 that's already getting like the attention he's getting because he's looked at people like a Ferrar. You know, he's had those those talks with I would imagine with him mm-hmm. and and like a loot, you know, yeah. and be like, yo, this is where I failed. You know, this is this is where you guys can pick it up at. This is where, you know, prepare. Don't go to the left. There's snakes there. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the biggest thing that I that I've seen this generation. Yeah, I didn't see that in my last generation where and, you know, shout out to the OGs that really were trying to do that. But one thing I would say about cats like you, like Ferrar, like, you know, the people of my age bracket, because that's that's my age bracket. Mm-hmm. They try to like warn the little ones like yeah. and, and no disrespect when I'm calling y'all little ones like younger generation of like the ups and downs of the industry. Because mm. when you get into the industry, like, like Chappelle said, like, you don't know when art meets business. And he was like, prepare to get your heart broken. He was like, because like, you know, when that contradicts each other, it, it comes with the industry. But, um, mm. you know, when you yeah. have people like yourself and, you know, other people that are willing to give advice, mm. some people, you know, they don't, they want to. Like, <laughs> yeah. You, you know, got to pass it. It's, you got to pass it, man. 
it's it's warranted. It's it's your due diligence to do that. Um, and yeah, the industry will rape your ass. Like <laughs> I be selling niggas all the time because people will ask me questions like, "Oh, da, 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 what you do this?" I'm like, man, it's business. The way y'all people ask me, "How are you getting this?" And I'm like, it's business. It's mm. it's my talent's good, yeah, but I know somebody who can sing just as good as Jasmine Sullivan right now. I know I know a lot of people, but it's like, okay, but do you have the other aspects to really stay in this industry? Like, mm. this stuff you see on the internet, Shade Room, that shit is real. Of course, yeah. It may be theatrical to us, like, people just watching, like, oh, just entertain it. But it's like, that's they really going through that. Like, that's Megan Stanley and Tori really in a, in a court yeah, case. that's crazy. And we going back yeah. and forth over, we were like, man, that's really their lives. You don't know mm. what. They mentally going through with his life that. is really on the line right yeah, now. Yeah, it's like it's crazy. it's crazy. So I tell people like, don't don't get into this just for you. Just want to look cool. You want to look fly. And you want the attention. Like, can you handle heartbreak? Mm. I didn't had some of it, and I'm like, whew, I had to take a step back. Like, damn, am I really built for this shit? Yeah, it'll taint you. It'll stain you. Because like somebody, you can be in a situation with somebody. Y'all done had meetings, meetings, meetings. And now you down to the contract. They give you contract and you about to sign. When you about to sign, they just be like, never mind. Like, that's real shit. Like, yeah. and they don't, people want to get that. They're like, what? And um, what was it? I think it was Jill Scott. Man, was it Jill Scott, Erica Badu? I think Jill Scott said in an interview, she didn't know Erica Badu had got on, um, Oh, on and on, on and on, until mm. she heard on the radio or some shit like. Mm. So like, it really be some cutthroat, shady ass shit going on in the industry, and half the people like OGs would tell you, but they held on to that shit. They ate that shit. Mm. She told that story. She just told that interview like she said, "I've never spoke on that," but now people know. Like, I didn't know that. Erica Badu was going to get on that song. Mm. Not that song. Mm. I'm sorry. Not on and on. Um, oh, okay. Jill the Scott was song. originally yeah. was on it. Mm. Then they put um, Erica Badu on it. Mm. And it was like some crazy shit between it because she didn't even know they were going to do that. Like, And then the Erica Badu version just went crazy. So It did. Yeah. It's just, I tell niggas, man, like, you don't know what be going on behind the scenes. It be some crazy stuff. And then also for a black woman, like, mm. we be dealing with a lot of stuff. Like, Yeah, I can't even imagine. I mean, it be big dogs to tell you, like, oh, you want this? Or you got to fuck with me first. You got We got sex before I give you this. Like, mm. and That's not have, happened to me, thank thank God, but that that's happened to some of my peers. Where, like, they've been mm. in some crazy situations. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I tell people it ain't for the faint heart. It's not, man. It's not. You know, for me, it definitely. And and like I said, I'm just dealing with it because I think to like 2016, I was dealing. I was doing a lot of drugs. 2016, I was out here in these streets, <laughs> and so I What's was. What's with drugs? <laughs> um, no, you you guys can um watch previous episodes of as of late, find out what those drugs are. Um, but um, I was out here. But I say that in that time. Um, I was like I said, I was dabbling in being an artist myself. Mm-hmm. And I put together a project, and I was shopping it around, and it was just like those those deals. What you're talking about was just like giving you the wink of the gun, and just like yeah, man, like 
we got you, man. And then like giving it to somebody else or just mm-hmm. like the politics of the industry. I don't feel like people understand that. Even with this, when it comes to like, I've had people give me the wink of guns when it comes to like sponsorships or certain things. And just be like, yeah, but like when you start reading these contracts or when you have these second meetings for people, um, you know, they sing a different tune. And just mm-hmm. be like, dang, well, do I want to do this? What am I doing this for at the end of the day? You know, like, because I feel like, you know, you have these theories of people. It's not even theories because some people, it's some wickedness out here. It's, it's some people out here selling themselves, selling yeah. themselves. But, like, I tell some people, it's not, it's not to the extent of, like, now this cat's out here doing that occult stuff. But selling, selling my soul in the sense of selling my morals, mm. you know, I think a lot of people – like Ye said, like I've seen many Christians make a lot of brash decisions in the midnight hour in the sense of I think that's where the industry will cripple a person because it'll make you, you know, it's particularly with the woman, you know, like mm-hmm. if, if you want to get to certain points and you're doing it wide out with the love of like, I just want y'all to hear what this dope stuff that I have. But yeah. it's like, yeah, it comes sit in this couch you know come come to the vip lounge it's just like bruh does every nigga gotta be a creep out here where it's just yeah. like you know i, I can wanna only... fucking go get hookah and wings with you uh-huh. like what's up we gonna do business <laughs> or not <laughs> and so the i can only imagine on that scale like of just having to deal with that but like like you said like as as you get into this industry you realize that and then it makes you feel like, am I built for this? And mm-hmm. so it'll challenge you. Yeah. But if it's something that I feel like is truly for you, um, you know, you'll weed that out in the sense of like, you know, you may not be meant to go to that extent of being a industry artist. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You may get blessed enough to where you get a cult following and get a fan base, you know, like an yeah. actual base to where like you can go to independent route because it's 20, we're going on 2023. Mm-hmm. I would imagine with you at the point that you are like, I wouldn't I would look at look at you as more as like a partnership in mm-hmm. a sense because like your shop is set up. Yeah. You know, in that sense. Like you don't need to be created. You know, you're mm-hmm. you're Sianka, like And that's a you, tough pill I had to swallow. Um there was a few people in the industry was like, Oh, I ain't approach you. I thought you you I thought you were signed. Mm. I'm like, To who? <laughs> <laughs> no, I need money. What's up? You had a bag for me? Mm-hmm. But I was like it it can be like a it can benefit me, but I could be also be a curse because people were really people have really turned away from me because they like they thought I had everything to good. I'm like, damn, am I too polished? Am I too branded? Mm. Damn, I'm like, but that's a good thing. They're like, no, you look like you signed. I'm like, bro, I'm not. So, but I take that I take that as a grain of salt because um, they ain't do the research or nothing. They need to yeah. look at them. They need yeah. to look at them. Yeah. Them, them projects. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it also makes me feel like okay i just need to keep going and keep elevating and um things things will fall into place god will definitely bless me with things that i need on the way as a journey because i was looking for like i need to deal i need to do I'm like, i don't need that i don't like i mean just god keeps like yo i got you every time i had that feeling like mm, i don't know god yeah i'm about to go i feel you yeah, I think it. But then I'm like, <laughs> I lost my thought. But I'm like, oh shit. No, you good. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm about to go work at Target. So I'm like, he's like, nah, I got you. And then the Queen Sugar thing happened. Because mm. I was like, man, I ain't put out no music all year. I've been doing this. It's like, man, I'm just falling behind. Every day I don't do nothing. I'm, I'm falling behind. Like, 
as another artist because they saying it's a hundred thousand songs uploaded per day, mm. and I'm like, damn, I I'm, believe it. I'm at the bottom of the fucking folder, but then like those are reminders like the Queen Sugar and then the the BT Saint placement back to back, and then the connections and people reaching out to me is like, okay, I'm moving right, I'm moving good, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and those people, I mean, like. It's it's thousands of people doing what they do. It's just it's the same with podcasting, man. It's mm-hmm. thousands of podcasts being built on the daily. But at the end of the day, you have to. Um, and this is for you being the artist that you are as well. What God has for you is for you. Yeah. And so, like you know, you you'll have those moments where, of course, you'll look to the left, look to the right, and be like, "Dang, like yeah, am I putting out enough, or mm-hmm. am I coming off as too polished?" Like, no, you you coming off just you you'll get the attention. Of the partner that you need at the right time. Right. And that's why I was like, with you at this point, your shop is set up in mm-hmm. the sense of like you presenting yourself. I wouldn't um, come at you in any other way but to try to uplift this train that's already moving. Right. In right. that sense. So it would be a partnership in that, yeah. in that matter because like. I mean, you do the behind the scenes stuff. Right. You got you write your own your publishing on point. Yeah. And so it's yeah. like, nigga, what I need y'all for? Like, <laughs> give me all of the bags so I will spread that bag out. Yeah. To to yeah. who I need. I got my videographers. I got people that, you know, because like I see that a lot as well. Like cats will get the bag for the partnership and then they'll end up putting their own cats on. You know, mm-hmm. in the sense of just like, you know, um, Mark Prosper, you know, with Luke. Like they they grew up you know that's the homie that's his yeah. photographer and like that's yeah. how it should be though absolutely in that sense, you know dream work let the dream work you look at the you look at the people's closest to you first for sure mm-hmm. that's real that's what I plan on to do I definitely want to bring everybody up with me as much as I can so facts facts well I've enjoyed to sit down with you you know um, it's been it's been dope to get to know you and build a rapport with you. Find out some things that I didn't know about you. And, um, you know, for anybody, uh, if you would like to, if you can, just give people, like, your socials, you know, ways to get in contact with you. You know, okay. I'd greatly appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, socials is Cianca.is, C-Y-A-N-C-A dot I-S. Uh, as far as, like, my music. Um, just dropped a project last year called Fast Times. That's out now on Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, Tidal, Deezer, <laughs> Pandora, we uh, Amazon now. Music, your grandma's house, your grandma's <laughs> CD player. Nah, but um, yeah, that's me. Catch me on all the platforms. I'm dropping new music next year. Tap in with me. So, yeah. Word, word. I appreciate you coming. Thank you for having me, man. For sure, for sure, of course. This is As of Late. Thanks for listening to As of Late Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to As of Late Podcast on both of those. You can also listen to As of Late Podcast on Anchor.fm and Google Podcasts.